Hey, you. Thanks for listening. Okay, let's jump right into things. My name is Joel Hale. I'm 23, you know, just a kid out here living life, working every day, you know, enjoying my, enjoying my life with OU football and, and the sports world, you know, huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, never recorded a podcast before. You know, I've, I've streamed on Twitch before, you know, a few times, but uh, nothing ever like this. So, yeah, I just want to introduce myself. Uh, huge OU fan. Many call me a t-shirt fan. I, in fact, did not go to OU. Uh, I am from Oklahoma. I went to the University of Central Oklahoma uh, down in Edmond, and I currently reside in Tulsa, Oklahoma. All right, so many of you know, well, first of all, I really just had to get on here and kind of get this off my chest. I really just had to rant and, God, I had so much pent up, you know, I had so much to say about Lincoln and his decision which we'll get into, but yeah, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. So I'm just, you know, watching Bedlam, you know, enjoying my Saturday night. OU's up by nine with what, 13 minutes left in the entire game, I think. Um, yeah, we're up nine. I think it was nine. Uh... And I don't even need to go into the detail of the game, but uh, we implode, as usual. Do I blame our offense? No. Actually, no, I don't. I don't. I don't blame our offense. Uh, I think our team performed as a whole as good as they could have performed under the circumstances of what transpired. Um, if you live under a rock, which I assume you don't because you're listening to this podcast, so you obviously know what it's about, Lincoln Riley has taken the job of to be the head football coach of the University of Southern California. And do I blame Lincoln for taking the job? No, I don't. But the thing that really rubs me the wrong way with this whole thing and that I really just need to say is how he took it. That's what I think. I think that's what a lot of... Oklahoma fans, players, parents, alumni, everyone has a problem with. And I'm sure you guys know the fact that everyone's heard the fact that no head coach has left since uh, since Coach Tatum in what was it, 46, where he went to the University of Maryland, uh, where a coach left for another college job. I should say that. Uh, this doesn't really happen to OU. We don't really lose coaches because, you know, whether you like OU or not, the University of Oklahoma is a top flight premier job in the country when it comes to college football. Um, so, no, I don't blame Lincoln for taking the job. So let's break down what I read. I don't know if the accurate or if these facts are true. It was leaked that his contract was what, roughly a, I think eight to ten years. Uh, I think it was like 110 million dollars. Um, it recently came out today that it is not true that USC. It was okay. First, it was reported that USC had bought Lincoln Riley's what, two homes here, and they paid half a million dollars over the asking price for both. So that's like a million dollar signing bonus. 
Um, I saw reports or tweets on Twitter. I don't know how accurate it is. I never really believed that, but I saw like the real estate agents tweeting on Twitter that they, those houses are actually for sale, like for sale, for lease. So I think that pretty much debunks that whole rumor. Um, but I don't have the notes in front of me of the whole deal. I'm just going off my, my, my brain. Um, that I think it was what, 10 years, $110 million, eight years, $110 million, uh, unlimited use of the private jets, uh, purchased a $6 million home in Southern California, which I don't think would get, would get him a big house. Cause his house here, his house here, in case you didn't know, was a what? Over 12,000 foot square, uh, square foot house. That's huge. And I think it costs, I think it's for lease or for sale right now for just over $2 million. That's massive. And the house that he will get in USC or in Southern California, which it will be big. But, you know, $6 million isn't that much for a house. I mean, that's just like the suburbs. I'm, I'm, I'm only joking. Um, so, no, I don't blame Lincoln for taking the deal. I don't think Lincoln came out. And, you know, okay, let me just rewind. Friday, reports start bu- start buzzing that Lincoln, or that there were some rumors with Lincoln and the LSU job. And flashback to Baylor week, many reports, Lincoln had that personal day, right? He had that personal day um, where many thought he took a flight to wherever. Um, and to like, you know, search from houses and do his due diligence with the other jobs. He came out and said, that's not true. And that feeding us all this bullshit of him loving the university of Oklahoma, him loving the, he said this. Okay. So let's go to Saturday. Bedlam loss, right? Bedlam loss after the game reporter. I forget his name is about to ask him about the LSU job. Lincoln then cuts him off. Let me stop you right there is what he says. I'm just paraphrasing that I am not going to be the next coach of LSU. Now, Lincoln said he had no prior communication with any other school before Sunday morning, late, late Saturday night. That's bullshit. If you believe that, whew, we got some problems. Um, that's just it, that can't be true. There was many reports with people that were or from people that were really close to Lincoln that are with Lincoln every single day at OU that he seemed distracted. He just seemed like his heart wasn't in it all the way. And he simply just seemed unprepared. And you could tell on the field. He did not seem prepared for Baylor week on. Even, even games before Baylor. Um, so, yeah. I think the, ma- the main problem that OU people have, or OU fans have with Lincoln Riley is how he chose to leave. And just basically all the lies and the bullshit that he fed, you know? Telling people that he loves the University of Oklahoma, which I'm sure he 
did to a point. Um, and you see that you see him at the USC press conference shedding tears, his little crocodile tears. And it's fake. Pretty sure this is a fact that no, that the, yeah, no, no, I was watching the Isaiah Thomas podcast. And Isaiah Thomas, as many other players, found out via social media before Lincoln even told them. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was reported that he wasn't even going to tell the players. And that Bob kind of forced him to. Not sure if that's accurate, but I would believe it. So the players go into that meeting already knowing the news. The assistants know that the players know. Oh, and don't forget, Lincoln took half the staff with him. You know, he took uh, Alex Grinch, Simmons, uh, beat him, Bo. I think he's up in the air. He's not going to USC, but he may not be at OU. Um, who else did he take? He took the strength coach. Was it, was it uh, Wiley, whatever his name is? Um, he took a lot of people. Uh, he, pretty much off, he pretty much opened the door. He said that anyone that wants to come and follow him to USC will come. And many did. Um, so yeah, I think of the, the big problem that many of us have with Lincoln is how he did it. And the lie of him saying that he had no prior contact. And that he had no intention of ever leaving OU. Because he said that. He said he never, he never thought he would do it. Never thought, he never planned on leaving OU. That's bullshit. Whether it's, I mean, it could have been his agent, you know, making the deals. And then it broke today from a verified person on Twitter. I don't know if it's accurate, but I mean, I think I believe him, uh, that Lincoln had already made a deal with LSU to become the, their head coach. And that Lincoln, or the LSU actually, excuse me, actually, like got his whole catering service ready for the celebration and the announcement of Lincoln Riley to be the next head coach of the uh, LSU Tigers. So all these reports that we all thought were crazy are actually real. Turns out to be real. So this one's probably real too. So that means I would say about halfway through the season, maybe even before halfway, Lincoln's foot is already out the door. One foot. It's hard to coach when one foot, is, one foot is out the door. And it shows with the result that we kept getting on the field and how unprepared his offense looked and his team looked. Look at the Baylor game. Shoot, look at the Texas game. If it wasn't for Caleb Williams, we have three losses right now, maybe more. I'll get into Caleb Williams in a second, who I love. Okay. Um, and this whole narrative of how we screwed over the Big 12 by not giving them a notice, they're like, well, Lincoln is doing what OU did to the Big 12. So OU can't be mad. If you are one of those people that believes this take and actually uses this take in arguments. It's a lazy take. It's a bad take. It's not even remotely close. 
The difference is, OU has shown its displeasurement. I don't even know if that's a word. It's, it was known how displeased OU was with the Big 12 in the conference. I don't even care about Texas. Whatever. Horns down. But, oh, God, it's just not the same. We gave them, we're not even reportedly, if you ask me, my opinion, I don't think we're going to go to the SEC next year. I think the University of Oklahoma football team will be, actually the University of Oklahoma in general, will still be in the Big 12 for at least one more year. So that gives the Big 12 a two-year notice A two-year notice, two to four-year notice, because I think the original deal was what, 2025? Two to four-year notice that we're leaving. And you're going to say that's the same thing as Lincoln leaving OU, recruiting for OU, taking our current players, some, and recruits with them, fully gutting our staff and players. That's not the same thing. If you listen to the press conference with Joe Castiglione and the president, they were completely caught off guard. They had no idea. And yes, they are disappointed. The president said so. So quit with this lazy take that they're the same thing. It's not. I've seen it all over Fox. I've seen it all over social media. It's a bad take. Just stop it. That take really aggravates me if you can't tell. It's a bad take. Okay. So yeah, like many of you guys, I was just enjoying my Sunday morning when the news broke. I was actually hanging, uh, hanging Christmas lights and I didn't even know I stopped hanging Christmas lights because I ran out of Christmas lights clips and I had to go to Walmart to buy more clips. And my friend Chase, who's actually probably the only one listening to this podcast, shout out Chase. If, or he was the one that texted me, he texted me. Wow. I was like, Whoa, what? He's like Lincoln to USC. I said, huh? You sure? Lincoln Riley? (sighs) The USC job isn't a better job. Their program is not a better program. It's not. They have more money? Sure. Sure. Because they're they're also a private school. They can also do what they want. So, if anything, Lincoln did not go upward. He went lateral. I'll say he went lateral. Let's Let's get this straight. Lincoln inherited, inherited Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. He didn't necessarily inherit Jalen Hurts. But, you know, he recruited him, kind of, from Alabama. He inherits CeeDee Lamb. Kenneth Murray. All these stars that are in the NFL now. Marquise Brown. They were all from Bob Stoops. And if you notice, every single year under Lincoln Riley, the five years he was a head coach and the two that he was a OC, he, or the team as a whole, 
got worse. Hey, Mr. Hey, Joel. Come on. Offense ranks top five every year. Wrong. We still got worse every year. Lincoln inherited Bob Stoops' program. So I actually am really curious to see what he will do with a program that is what? What are they? Four and seven? I don't I don't I actually don't know their current their current uh record. Sorry, I don't watch Pac-12 football. Um but yeah. Oh this is all this is all bad. But no, Lincoln did not take a step up with the USC job. Do I think he was scared of the SEC? Mm, maybe. I know there was some 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 arguments between him and you know the administration of OU um, with the choice to go to the SEC, and they say that they did not, or that it's reported that Lincoln wasn't even like asked about the SEC job or move, which I do believe to a point. But if you don't think Lincoln, I think he signed off to a point. I don't know if he planned on leaving when he signed off, but I think he signed off to a point. The university is going to do what is in the best interest of the university, meaning the SEC move. Now, it's not the same thing as Lincoln leaving. Don't get it twisted. We've been down that road. Um, oh, and just the lie. The lie of... Oh, yeah. He said this after the Bedlam game, in case you didn't see it. He said that... I'm going to paraphrase that. Yeah, we... Me and the administration are on good terms. We work together well currently, and we are going to continue to work together well in the future. Less than what? Six hours later, he's rumored to be at the SE uh, job. Like what? And can we get this man some new shoes? You're telling me SE decks him out in gear and they can't replace his Jordans? Like, bruh. Oh, all right. Last, last, last part. I want to keep this under 20-ish minutes. Uh, let's just go over the current players and what I think is going to happen. Uh, many players have already entered the portal. You know, obviously Rattler, but he was gone anyways, whether Lincoln State or not. Uh, uh, oh, and how about the report that Isaiah Thomas said that he was told a week ago that Lincoln was leaving? A week ago. Or like last week. Before the game. Like, really? All right, anyways. So, I think we got the report today. Stogner, Austin Stogner, Spencer Rattler, Theo Weiss, uh, who else? There's one more. And Jaden Hazelwood, all into the portal. Fine, whatever. I'm not sad about any of those except Weiss. And even then, whatever. Um... Hazelwood hasn't been the same since the injury, and even before then, he wasn't. He didn't live up to the number one overall recruit, number all overall, number one. No, excuse me, number one overall wide receiver hype. Uh, Theo Weiss, I haven't seen him, you know, since the injury, so don't know. Stogner had a really good game against Bedlam or in Bedlam, so I mean, I'm not really sad about Stogner leaving. To be fair, uh, and this isn't me hating on the kids. Uh, you know, shout out Boomer Sooner. Once a Sooner, always a Sooner, you know. Uh, the number one priority for the University of Oklahoma, which I think they know, obviously, and I think the administration already talked to his family, if I read that report correctly, 
is Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, when coached and confined properly and led properly, can be the best player in the nation. He is the number one priority for the University of Oklahoma football team. If Caleb Williams leaves, we are screwed. Screwed. We won't have a quarterback. Who's going to be the QB at the bowl game? Like, I'm curious to see what our roster is going to look like in the bowl game. But yeah. Caleb Williams, number one priority. If he stays, I think you'll be okay. I think we'll lose maybe two to three games in the SEC, which, you know, year one isn't terrible. And if, if we go to the 12-team playoff, yeah, that might get you in, you know? That might get you in. Um, now, OU would probably get some help, though, with uh, the portal itself. Yeah, we lose players, but we also get players. Don't, get it, don't, don't forget that part. But priority one... Keep Caleb Williams. He can keep you afloat. I do think Lincoln Riley was not in the season as a whole from the get-go with his full heart and full effort. I don't, I don't believe it. It's just not possible. You can't be in Norman and in either Baton Rouge or Southern California at, at the same time. He's just not. And he was. He was trying to be. And he's not. It's just not. It can't happen. So I do think Caleb Williams, if he stays, will perform better and will be in the Heisman race. I don't think he'll win it. Heisman race next year. Now, who's going to throw the ball to? Hopefully Marvin Mims stays. I do think he will. Um, you know, but, you know, I'm not going to blame anyone for leaving, you know, like we are, you know, nuked. Um, future head coach. Heavy, heavy reports of, of it being Brent Venables. I do think he would be the perfect hire, considering he knows all the current assistants. He knows the University of Oklahoma. I don't even need to tell you guys. He was the DC here, you know, back in the day when we were good. National Championship, 2000, ring a bell. Uh, I love Brent Venables. I think he'd be the perfect fit. I really do. I think he would stay by his recruiting. And I think our defense would be drastically better than it was this year. Drastically. Don't forget, he'll, he'll bring over his own defensive, uh, defensive recruits. I do believe that. I do believe some of his defensive recruits that go to Clemson have like, what, a top five defense every year? I don't know what they are this year. I don't really care. They're nine and three. Um, some will follow our defense will be better and our offense can't get much worse than it was this year our offense was bad this year and if Brent Venables hires Coach Levy out of Ole Miss or Levy however you pronounce it sorry forgive me um, former OU grad whoop whoop I do think we'll be fine I think our offense actually could be better. It always struck me as Lincoln, Lincoln, personally, I may get some 
major, major heat for this, what I'm about to say. I do think Lincoln is a better OC than he is a head coach. That's facts. I don't think he can... I think he's a QB guru, probably. I do think his schemes work, except that GT bullshit, you know, pull the guard tackle, runs. Oh my god, just run some zones. Please. Run a stretch play for once. Ugh. Um, I think our offense will be better with Venables or Levy. Now, do I think, do I think they could pull later that they would, I think they could. I don't know if they will bring Lane Kiffin. I've seen people say it's a hard no on Lane Kiffin. Uh, I think the players love him. The recruits love him. Uh, he'll get you recruits. Levy would probably follow him. Uh, Levy, sorry. I don't know. Um, I prefer Brent Venables. I think if they had to choose, they would choose Brent Venables, which they do. Uh, I don't know what Venables says, you know, to the offer. But if I had to choose, it'd be Venables, Lane Kiffin. I don't really want Fickle. I really don't. I don't know. Just the vibe I get. But anyways, yo, Chase, you made it this far. Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, who knows if I'll do another podcast. This is me just kind of ranting. I'm very passionate about OU football, if you didn't know. So uh, I'm posting some both my Twitters. I got two Twitters, you know. I got, I think, it's jo- at Joel Hale Jr. on Twitter. Joel Hale Jr. Jr. Uh, and I think it's at Jersey World. It's J-E-R-Z-Y-W-R-L-D. Um, but yeah, till next time. Thanks for listening, by the way.